Hey everybody, it's your girl Paulette. Welcome to another edition of My Brownstone Living. This is where we are going to have lots of kitchen conversations. So what I want you to do is to come on in, set a spell, have a slice of pie, a cup of tea, or a glass of milk, Let's sit at the round table in the kitchen and let's get to talking about what our next steps are in telling a different story. I hope you're ready. This is going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get super excited about all of this because you are getting ready to find out how much in control you are of every aspect of your life. So we're going to be doing some exercises in this particular podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. What I need you to do is grab something to write with and grab something to write on. This is just going to be a practice session. And then I'm going to tell you how you can make this a lot easier and much more fun for yourself every single day. Are you ready? Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome back to My Brownstone Living. It's your girl, Paulette, and we are having a kitchen conversation moment. So I wanted to kind of do a recap last week so that we can kind of get acclimated to where we are currently and why we're going to be discussing the things that we're going to be discussing today. And I think that it's really important for us to kind of do that only because we need to recognize why we are doing what we're doing today. There's always a cause of what is going to create that effect. And today is an episode of what happened because of what we discussed at our last pot at our last podcast. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do a quick rundown of last week's podcast. Now that topic was, you must be happy with your life or else you change it. And so one of the things that I kind of talked about in our last podcast was how one day I went to work and a coworker asked me how I was doing. And I was kind of like, man, everything's all right, so forth and so on. And he made a very matter of fact statement by saying, you must be happy with your life or else you change it. And that resonated with me so much so that I've actually started using that in different posts and even as a reminder to myself that if I'm not happy with something that's happening in my own personal life, the one thing that I can do is do something about it myself. But I've learned over time that it's not just about making changes. It's about making changes emotionally and mentally first and then making the effort to do everything that I can to understand how I feel about where I currently am and then making those adjustments and those changes. And so the first thing that I wanted to do was to go over with you guys where we were last week in terms of understanding whether or not it is really time for change. And there were three particular things that we discussed. Were you stuck? Was it kind of like when you got up in the morning, did you feel as if you were just going through another Groundhog Day moment where you were doing the same thing over and over and over again? It was another morning, another breakfast, another cup of coffee. It was the same thing that you have been doing. Well, 
If that is such as the case and it brought you no excitement and no joy and there really was no plan because you always knew what you're going to be doing every single day, then one thing that we know for sure is that it might just be time to change your life. The other thing was the mundaneness of the everydayness that we are experiencing life. And guys, that comes with the territory. That comes with living. That comes with breathing. That comes with everything that we do every single moment of our lives. And one thing that I can certainly tell you is that for certain, we have to recognize when things start to put us in a rut. Okay, and how does that make us feel? Are we bored? Are we emotionally detached? Are we staring off into space driving and we don't even know how we got to where we were going because we're so used to the regular route of our everydayness? And so when that starts to happen and there's a level of lack of excitement and lack of sincerity in our job and at home and in our workouts and projects that we have coming down the pipe, the one thing that I know is that. That is that indication of mundane, of the everydayness that is our lives. And the one thing that we had to understand in this particular segment of uh, the last podcast that we did was that it was now time to recognize that it was time to do something about it. You can change that. And so I began to go over with you one of the things that you could do to start the process of understanding exactly what you can do to start looking for that change in your life. And that's to imagine it first, to think about it. What gives you passion? What excites you when you think about it? What are some of the things that you thought you would never do in life? And now you're saying to yourself, it's something that I really want to do and to just sit back and think about that. So that was one of the things that we discussed, okay? And it was thinking about it only, thinking about how you would feel about it, walking through all of the experiences in your mind as you are thinking about that new life that you want to see yourself living. So the one thing that I want you to understand as we begin the next phase of this particular podcast series is even though you want to change your life, it should not be abrupt because we have to also be grown about this, folks, and we have to understand that any change that you want to do, it can happen almost instantly, and it really should, but to be wise about some things and to understand that you do have to plan accordingly. So the first thing is putting your mind at ease with just thinking about it, imagining it, picturing it, feeling yourself in the experience and in the moment of whatever it is that you are desiring to do. That's the first step in making sure that you are taking control of changing the life that has made you feel stuck and made you understand and look at your life as a mundane busyness of busyness doing every single day and it feels like Groundhog Day for you. And so if that's where you are, I want you to stick around for the next segment because I am going to start talking about something that I personally did myself and I learned how to tell a different story. So if you haven't gotten something to write with, I want you to grab your pen, grab something to write with, maybe a notebook, a sheet of paper, something really simple to start with this evening. And let's start talking about how to start telling a different story so you can see different results in your life. I hope you're ready. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'll see you right back.
Welcome back, everyone. It's your girl, Paulette, and you are currently listening to my Brownstone Living Kitchen Conversations podcast. Well, we're here in the kitchen, of course. As you can hear, there's a tiny little echo, but I kind of like it in here, so I'm going to stick right here in this place because we're actually really having a conversation while things are happening in my kitchen right now. And guys, let's talk about it. Let's be real. This is where most of the edification that you received growing up or whenever you visited someone that you really loved or cared about, most of the time it happened over a nice meal or over hot coffee or tea, or maybe somebody was frying some chicken or, you know, making a pie or a cake. That's kind of what we're doing here. And I want you to get to that point where when you're listening to these particular podcasts, that you are getting something that you need and you're feeling good and relaxed and comfortable while we're talking about this. And let me just slow down. And I want to talk to you briefly about why I felt it necessary to do these particular podcasts that are so open and honest and real. And not only that, kind of raw like it is right now, right? So... I needed someone to be that for me when I was growing up and when I was a young adult. Um, And living in such a large city like I was at the time, which was Atlanta, by myself, a young mother, I think I was about 21, 22 years old, I didn't have a freaking clue. And so I started bumping my head early. And all of the things that I am talking about to you guys and that I will be talking to you all about or sharing previous podcasts with you, listen, (laughs) I've been through it, I've done it, and I've got the scars, the dingy t-shirt, and I've got the healing processes that I went through personally to share with you on how I made it through to the other side. This isn't an easy ride, and it's not always going to be about me being cheerful and sharing with you the happy parts of what happens, right? Because there were times when I was actually doing the work, which one of my mentors, Nicole Walters, always says, she says, you got to do the work. Well, I was doing the work and it was hard work. It was, it was humbling um, to come from where I had come from in the music industry as a vocalist, being on top of the world. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, you're, you're, you're back in the regular world. There's no more traveling. There's, there's none of that. And you're having to figure out what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life. And you know what? I think as a young adult, everyone goes through that and then it never stops. It never does. Because even at the age that I'm at now where I've got the kids, I've got grandchildren now, um, I'm I'm in a full-time business and career, you know, there are those moments that I kind of feel like I still need to go back to the drawing board. And one of the things about life that I've totally come to understand is that it's always okay to go back to the drawing board because it's your life and it's your story to tell. And in that, we have to understand that we don't have to answer to anyone else's definition of what that life is supposed to be for us. Even though we were raised by great people or not, or we had those situations that we had to get away from personally, then guess what? You still have the option to move the way that you want to and create the life that you want. Even if you're you're just wanting to change something simple, like, my goodness, the sheets, (laughs) that's completely your choice. 
And so I wanted to share with you guys the simpleness of of this process because it was something that unfortunately took me years to um, master. And every day I'm learning something different about how this process works. Even though it's the exact same process, it doesn't change. Um, My belief system does. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we're actually going to be hitting on during this entire series is is getting through that particular portal of your 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 mental and your spiritual self is your belief system. Um, we can sit here all day and we can talk about changing our lives and getting to the point where we understand that we have to do something about it. But you got to know that I'm not talking from a book. I'm not talking from uh, something I heard. It is something that I know personally. And this comes from the heart. It comes from personal experience. It comes from understanding that there was a time that I walked into my mother's kitchen and I walked into my grandmother's kitchen when they were making good dishes. And my grandmother would make these amazing empanadas or or fried pies, right? And they would be filled with fresh fruit and things like that and homemade dough. And I would listen to her stories of her own life and how she wanted me to understand the reason why she was telling me the story or I would come to both of them and I would say that I was having an issue be it love or relationships or school or the decision to do one thing over another and there was always a seat at the table for me there was always a place for me to come maybe on a stool or or at the dining room table but mainly it was in the kitchen when dinner was being prepared for that day for a house full of folks and there was a peeling of potatoes and there was the cutting of cabbages and the boiling of collard greens or mustard greens and the frying of fresh chicken and the stirring of tea and sugar together with with a hint of Kool-Aid even right and and the sounds of outside as the windows were open and the screened the screened windows would be would be left bare to to blow in the wind and the and and the curtains that were sheer white would blow and the smell of whatever was cooking would hit the neighborhood and everyone knew that it was almost time for dinner but in between that time there was always room for conversation in the kitchen. And that conversation in the kitchen molded so many of us. We know those stories oh so well. And so I I wanted you guys to understand that these stories and the advice or information that you're receiving from me are true, they're real. I don't want you to think that this is a book that I read or it's somebody else's content. This is true for me. And somewhere out there, there's someone that needs to hear what I have to say because only I can tell it to them. And that would hold true for anyone else. There are certain people that other people can't reach, but I can. And hopefully, one of those persons is you, whoever that is that's hearing the sound of my voice and who's taking the time to listen to this podcast. Just let your imagination go wild while we're sitting here and I will set the stage. I think that's the best part about Brownstone Living is because it is a place to call home. 
And here is where we are going to begin to learn who we are all over again for some of us and take responsibility for the lives that we were gifted with to be our best selves, to live our best lives, to experience wonderful things in the moments that we have breath in our bodies. I want us to get that. I want us to understand the beauty of that and what that means when you are at that centered place in your life. Because honestly, if you cannot get centered and you're running around in all kinds of different places and you cannot focus on one thing at a time, just one thing until it's done, you will find yourself repeating that behavior for years and years. And guys, guess what? That will cause you to feel mundane and get stuck. If you don't stop long enough to put some things to paper and understand that you are absolutely responsible for every step and moment of your life, you will remain where you are, stuck and mundane. And you'll be frustrated and you'll be upset and you'll say to yourself that this isn't the life that I wanted and I don't know what to do. And then it will become other people's problems. Because here's what we do when we get upset like that. There are people around us from our coworkers to people on the job and those kinds of things and family members and church members and community events and activities that we're a part of that get impacted when we're not happy. That is what this entire scope of brownstone living is about. Being happy, finding home within yourself. It is the most important thing to you as an individual, as a person who is looking to have those fulfilling moments. And every day is not going to be perfect, folks. We know that. But what I do know is taking action right now to guide yourself to the next level or next phase of your life is so, so important. And I want to help in any way that I can with these encouraging words, with these steps and these guides and these tips that you can use and you can do with them what you choose. But please understand that at this very moment, I'm sitting literally in my kitchen, chilling out, talking on a mic. So I'm sure you can hear the echo and I'm okay with that if you are, because very soon, In the upcoming segment of this particular podcast, we're going to be talking about the next steps that you need to take so that you can do something about not being happy with your life. I'll be right back after this, guys. Let's get into this. I'm excited and I hope that you are. I'll see you right back. All right, guys, I'm back again. And hey, we are at the kitchen table. This is Kitchen Conversation, a part of Brownstone Living. And this is your girl, Paulette. I am the host of the Sunday Brunch on kccrthebrownstone.com and also the sundaybrunch.com. You don't want to miss other episodes that are coming up because we're going to be extending this particular series at the sundaybrunch.com and also on KCCR Radio. Um, with jazz and gospel and of course what's for brunch you don't want to miss that it's a lot of fun i will talk about those details at the end of this particular episode you don't want to miss any 
All right, so let's get back into this topic. And thank you so much for sticking around past my rant about why I'm able to talk about what I'm talking about here in the brownstone. First of all, um, it is important for you to understand that I, I know what I'm talking about because I've done it and I've been it and I've lived it and I've written it and I've imagined it. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. So if you have all of your stuff sitting around waiting on you, like your pen, your paper, your, your, your pencil, whatever you're going to take notes with, I want to go ahead and start talking to you about telling a different story. So guys, this is going to be fun. And remember, the one of the last points that I talked to you guys about in the previous podcast was about learning how to um, think it through, um, imagine it, and, and consider what it's going to be like when you are living exactly that, um, that thing that you, you see yourself doing. What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What is the sound like in that experience? And even if you are not able to get through those feelings right away, one of the things that I know for sure is that you can always, always slow down and get some tips and reminders about the current place that you're in and then try it again. And you don't have to get it right the first time. That's a part of something else that hopefully you guys are going to stick around later for because I'm going to teach you some meditation tips that are pretty cool. All right. So we've done our recap. We've gone through all of that. So now it's time to grab that notebook and grab that pen and let's start writing down some things. Number one, are you ready? Write down what you really want. Yep, I said it. Write down what you really want and let's get real with it. You have to know what you want, right? So get really creative and have some fun with that process. Remember I said to use your imagination. Well, that's what the heck it's for. You know, when we were kids and we were in kindergarten and first grade and and even before that, like preschool, I can remember one of the biggest things about Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and all of those other PBS specials, because they didn't have cable when I was growing up, right? All of those things that I remember, it was one thing that always stuck out is they were able to use their imagination, always. And it was so much more fun there. So I always got really comfortable in my mommy's closet honestly she had this huge closet and this was like the time when say for instance she would hang all of the ball gowns from cotillions and battalions that she had been a part of or you know um her hat boxes and gloves and her fox furs, which were real, by the way, hanging in the closet from years past of living uh, elaborate lives in, in, in Pennsylvania and in, and in that eastern portion of the country. And I would go in that closet and I would close my eyes. I would never touch anything. For God's sake, no, don't touch anything. But I would picture myself living in those moments where I could wear those dresses from the 40s and the 50s, right? And those were her heydays. And I can can definitely recall the smell of some of the clothing and some of the clothes were fresh off of her back and all she did was hang them up and you could see 
maybe like a tinge of a stain or something where it had never even touched a cleaner's facility. And so they hung there and I had a pillow. It was a huge pillow on the floor and I would sit there and I would imagine. And once I was old enough to learn how to read, I began reading the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. (laughs) And I would imagine that I was one of the brown siblings and I would go to the other world and I would fight alongside my siblings. And then I would come back to reality and close my eyes and go to sleep. Fall asleep in that closet, I did. I remember the walls were baby blue and there was a window and I could see into the backyard. And on summer days, even when it was hot, because guys, this house didn't have AC, I would sleep in that closet and wake up long enough to smell something coming from the kitchen that reminded me that dinner was near. True story. (laughs) So I'm sitting here and I'm imagining it and I'm thinking about what it was like when I was a kid. That's the kind of imagination I need you to have. Because just like I was able to sit here and to tell that story to you, which is absolutely true, tell your story just like that and have fun with it. Because as I sat here and I told that story to you about reading C.S. Lewis's books in my mom's closet, it made me smile and it made me reminisce back to a time when innocence couldn't ever be lost. And all I had was the power of my imagination to join my siblings (laughs) from the book in the Chronicles of Narnia. And I read every one, not to mention The Hobbit. That's a whole nother story, right? And the closet was my place to go to just kind of hide out and, and be myself. And so in that process, I always had so much fun. It was exciting um, to go in there and um, it wasn't it wasn't the wardrobe, but it kind of was, right? And I would pretend that I was walking through the wardrobe and going through to the other side where I would be met by uh, the, the, the two brothers and the two sisters and, and we would go and, and see the wicked witch as she was providing lovely chocolate truffles to all of us. And I would always say no. That's the kind of imagination that I had. It was like that. It was so much fun. And I was a loner. Um, I was one of those kids. And so learning how to work through my imagination was what allowed me to become such a creative individual when it came to other things. And so that is what I want you to focus on. Experience that. Close your eyes. Take some time out even, folks, and create a space for yourself where you're able to do that when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night or even after dinner. But take some time to find that space in your home, your apartment, or even your car. Guys, I used to do this in my car, just chill out by myself. But you must have that moment of space and time where it's just you and your imagination. That's all you need. And start thinking and creating the world that you want to see. And here's, here's, here's a funny, funny side note. Um, you might not find it funny, but it was, it was, it was very precious now that I think about it very funny too. 
is that I literally could remember being called to dinner and I would stop the episode that I was creating in my imagination with all of my imaginary friends and everything. And I would go and have dinner, help clean up the kitchen, get excited, prepare for bed, take that hot bath, get in the tub, come out and go right back into the closet and pick up where I left off because they were waiting for me, all of them. Aslan was waiting for me and all of my siblings were waiting for me on the other side because I was the brown sister. And I would stay there until I was sleepy, sometimes even if the summertime evenings were warm enough, I would leave that window open and let that screen just hit me with warm, cool air all at the same time. And I would fall asleep in there and I would find myself in the bed in the morning. So I knew someone had picked me up and put me in the bed. But my point is, is that level of excitement is the level of excitement that I am encouraging you all to seek in your endeavors of creating the world that you want in your imagination first. And then once you've done that, let's start writing it down. And here's the thing, all we're doing is having some fun with it. Even if you decide that you want to meet Elmo or um, you want to just kick your feet up and listen to the waves of a seashore in in your mind, in your imagination, by all means, do that. Enjoy that moment, enjoy what that feels like. Feel the salty air. Um, experience the smell of the seaweed going through your nose and closing your eyes and feeling that soft breeze hitting your body as that linen ruffles against the wind. That is the kind of imagination that you should focus on. And you'll get there, even if you're not able to do it right away. Have some fun with this part. And guess what? Write it down. Write it down from the beginning. Write it down. Experience that. Feel that. And get excited. Get excited all by yourself in your place of solitude and quiet that you have created just for you. And write that down. Imagine what you want to see. Even if you've not picked up something in years, imagine yourself doing it. That's all you gotta do. It's your imagination, it's your world. It's your imagination creating a reality in that moment for you. So have some fun with it. That's what I'm going to leave you with in this particular segment. Write it down. What do you want more of? Write it down. What do you know will make you get excited each and every day that you get up in the morning? Write it down. It's your imagination. So have some fun with it. Welcome back once again, you guys. It's your girl Paulette, and we are having a kitchen conversation in the brownstone on My Brownstone Living, the podcast. 
Oh my goodness, was that not a lot of fun listening to my crazy self tell you about how crazy of a childhood I had? It was awesome. You guys, if you have not lived in the books from your childhood, you might want to pick up some of them again because I'm sitting here and I'm going, my goodness, I don't even know what I did with all of those series. Um, the Hobbit and the Chronicles of Narnia, you know, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and all those others. Or maybe even there was this one book that I had called Chicken Spaghetti. And I was notorious for reading everything from front to back and back to front. And I literally would end up reading them so much that the pages would fall out of the books. Because back then, the spines were different than they are now. Everything is so digital. But back then, I could remember hearing the breaking of a spine when you opened a book for the first time. Well, anyway, enough of that. Let's get back into today's topic. We've learned a lot. And I wanted to kind of put those into perspective for you so that you can enjoy this next phase of writing everything down when it's time for you to make that decision that, yeah, it's time for me to change my life. And so we talked in the previous segment about really using your imagination and getting in there and getting the feel of it. And I hope that I provided to you guys some really good examples of what that's like, right? So you're in it you're living it, you're, you're exuding it, you've, you've built that space around yourself, like in your closet or your bedroom or the family room or your car, like I said before, that, that quiet place with your pen and your paper, and you're just going to imagine. And then once you get to that place, like I did while I was telling you about what I used to do when I was a little girl, write that down. When you feel that good, when you feel that passionate, write that down. It's going to become so important because your passion is going to fuel the change that you are seeking. And I will explain that a little bit further in another upcoming podcast. But for now, let's keep it really, really simple. Write it down. Write it down in your notebook, on your piece of paper. I do encourage a notebook but I do ask you to write down those things that you imagine and feel good about it. Now, here's something else that I want you to do. In that feeling good about it and writing down what it is that you're imagining and what you really want, don't overthink it. Remember how I just told you guys about how I would go in my mom's closet and I would pretend that I was the fifth sibling uh, in in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and the Chronicles of Narnia, and we would go and battle over in another world beyond the wardrobe. And it gave me such joy and excitement that I would eat dinner and then go back to the closet to finish the story because I wanted to know how it ended, even though I was the one that was creating the story. But what if you knew that what you are living is the story that you created and you didn't even notice that you did it? What if you were more deliberate? What if you were? So at this very moment, let's keep it very, very simple. Stop overthinking your imagination, and what you want. Do not get in your own way in your imagination. 
Don't do it. It doesn't matter what you see in your imagination. If that is what you want, and if that is how you're feeling when you're writing it down and it feels good and if it's amazing to you, write it down anyway. Get crazy super creative with it and with everything that you want to do and experience. Be specific, down to the color, down to the sound of the cars driving down the street and you're hearing the honking of horns. Get specific and tell your story just like that. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself about all of the things that you found out didn't work or weren't possible. I'm not asking you to think that far ahead. All I'm asking you to do is to write down what you see in your imagination from the desires of what you want to change in your life. That's all I'm asking you to do. Have some fun at this point. Get excited about that and write that down. You're not trying to reinvent anything. You're not trying to change anything at this very moment. All you want to do is to relax, chill out, and create that experience in your imagination. Because somewhere when I was in that closet, guys, here's what I want you to know. I was living it. I was doing it. I was battling and eating chocolate truffles and pretending that they were delicious, knowing all along that we were being tricked. I was creating the story. I was rewriting C.S. Lewis's story for myself. And I knew it was real. And the funny thing is, is it was one of my biggest secrets. You guys are actually the first people that I've ever told this to. So remember this, it's your story and your imagination. It's not mine. It's not the husband's. It's not the wife's. It's not the boyfriend's or the girlfriend's. It's not your homegirls or your homeboys. It's not your bosses or your coworkers or anyone else that you deal with. It is yours. So in that, remember one thing, you don't have to tell anybody what you're doing. It's your life. A little big mama slipped out right there. <laughs> but you must remember, this is your life. This is your imagination. See, see yourself doing it and go ahead and have some fun with it. I encourage you to do that. You will enjoy it so much that you will find yourself looking for your notebook to write those things down again and again and again. And that's something else that we're going to be talking about is how many times am I supposed to do this until you tire? And you'll know. You will know. And you might get so good at it that you're actually telling the story and then the story ends up with chapters. Mmm, that's good right there. That's good. So, remember, don't overthink it. It's not that deep. All we're doing is writing down what we have created in our imagination. Enjoy that process. Let it feel good to you. So up next, I'm going to show you something else that you are really going to enjoy. These are really simple steps and you can really start doing them every night or every morning or somewhere in between. Let this be an exercise to strengthen your imagination and make it fun for yourself. I'm going to come back. We're going to wrap this up and I'm going to tell you 
what you can do next to kind of help yourself through this. I'll be happy to share. Welcome back, everyone, to Kitchen Conversations, a part of Brownstone Living, my Brownstone Living, that is. It's your girl, Paulette, and we are at the final segment of, guess what? Tell a different story. That's what this is about. It's about learning how to get into your imagination and start writing that down. So we've talked about a lot of things, including why you should even be listening to me. And then also we talked about um, how to get into the depths of your imagination and how deep and, 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 and suspenseful I used to get when I was a child. And I actually still do that now, um, except I'm a lot more intentional. One of the things that I'm going to say here is that a lot of times as we become adults and we allow um, outside influences to kind of... Um, color our way of thinking, we lose the power and the ability that we were born with. And I believe, and I know in my heart that that has what, that, that is what happened to me. And so, um, I learned, um, when my, my last two were very young, how to get back to that. And it was a very trying process. And Maybe one day, one day I will share that story with you. But for now, what we're going to do is to do one last thing. After you've stopped overthinking it, after you've figured out that you really like this quiet time, is now that you've written it down, chill out. That's all you got to do. Get somewhere and relax. Go back to what you were regularly doing, but keep a hold on how good you felt. Let that take you throughout the day. And sometimes, guess what? It's okay to sneak off and go back to that place in your mind again if you want to do that. That doesn't make you crazy. (laughs) It helps drive you and provide you with the passion sometimes that you need to get excited. Because remember when I was telling you the story about how when I was a little girl, even though I was being called to dinner, and this happened a lot on Sundays when we would have those huge families, uh, family Sunday dinners, and you know the the everything was the, the plates were set and all of that. That's the kind of household I grew up in where we had to set the table. TV dinner, what? No, that was not a thing. So it was sitting at the dining room table with all of the place settings. True story. My siblings will tell you this. And so there was the kids table, then there was the dining room table where the adults sat. But everybody had to have a table setting, period, point blank. And so when I was trying to get through my meal, which was hurriedly and rushed whenever I was in my imaginative phases, I would focus only on getting back to that place in that closet. I hope that makes sense. So I knew that there was a story that I needed to finish. And so even though the story stopped because I had to go and get with my family, I knew that I couldn't leave the story standing still because in my mind, Everyone was waiting for me to return. And so I had to get back. True story, this is true. And so I would rush through dinner and I would run back upstairs to my bedroom, to the closet, and I would go back and I would pick up where I left off. But I would be so excited to do it because in my imagination, everything was awesome. 
Everything was fabulous, honey. And I lived there in my mind and my imagination. And so I had to hurry back. My point in telling you this, I love to tell stories because people seem to get it more when I do that, right? So one of the things that I absolutely want you guys to get is this, is when you get excited like I did as a child, no matter that you have to get up and go to work, no matter that all of these other things are happening around you, you begin to notice that you do things just so that you can be put back into that position of that place in your imagination. Now, that doesn't mean you're crazy because we're going to talk about how that begins to expand into the real world a little bit later. But you have to get to the point of chilling out and feeling good throughout that entire process. And picture yourself doing it. There's nothing wrong with that. What are the colors that you see? What, does, what do things smell like? Okay, focus on what things feel like to you. Focus on that. Get used to feeling the cold wind. Or like I said before, if you want to be out on a beach somewhere chilling out or maybe in the high seas, remember or feel yourself being rocked by the ship itself, right? Um, If you're not able to do that yet, There are exercises that you can get to that will help you get to that point. I'll share some of those with you guys on a later podcast. But what I want you to do is to take these simple steps and start doing them every day. This process of getting yourself into that place is going to be paramount to seeing some change. But you got to get through these simple exercises. And they're a lot of fun. They really are. They don't have to be deep. They don't have to be any more than three to five minutes. If that's not, you know, if you don't want to spend like your entire Sunday afternoon until mom calls you to dinner kind of thing, you don't have to do that. That was something that I did when I was a kid. But now that we're adults, we can really delve deep and and expand our imagination into glorious things because we have a broader sense of, of life itself and we know what we want. But even as a child, I knew what I wanted. I wanted to live over there behind that wardrobe. But as I got older, I started having other things that I wanted to imagine myself doing. And so I did. And I imagined until I was like 13, 13 to 15 years old. And then I I went to high school after that. But I still had those moments. And okay, so I'm going to share this. Every once in a while, like even during my senior year, I would stop and I would talk and have those imaginative moments right there. And as I grew up, I grew out of it. And I had to get back to that, get back to that place. And I'm gonna share with you, even in my home, I I, to this day have a clothis, a walk-in closet where I'm able to walk through and it's, a, it's long and it's extended. It's, a, it's an ensuite is what it is, but it's where I have put it together where I can go and sit and have my imaginative moments. And so that's what I encourage you to do. You might not be able to have like, you know, something like that in your, your, your master bedroom or your ensuite or whatever. You may just have, like I said, your car, because that's where I started. And that's when I was, I was, you know, still trying to get through graduate school and that kind of thing. But I would take the time to sit still and, and do what I needed to do. I didn't know that that's what I was doing until I had an ultimate and final breakthrough that I didn't even realize I was having until I was living it. And that is where I want you to get. But let's get through these simple steps first. 
Last tip for you here. Keep your notebook and your pen when you're doing your your imagination exercises, when you're doing the imaginative part in a special place that only you will be able to get to when you're ready to get back to it. Let me repeat that again. In In layman's terms, everybody doesn't need to know what you're doing. But these are important steps that you need to get to that place that you're seeking in your imagination. Because guess what, folks? If it's real to you there, I guarantee you it can be real over here. But you got to feel it. Feel it. Does it feel good or does it feel bad? It's very, very simple. Now, here's what I want you to do. I am going to provide to you for free a worksheet, a really, really simple one, and it's called Tell a Different Story. How do you get that? Well, all you have to do is click the link in my bio on Instagram at your girl Paulette, that's Y-A underscore G-U-R-L underscore Paulette. That's one. You can also check out the link that I will provide on It's the Sunday Brunch on Facebook. Okay, so that's going to be the place. It's going to take you right to a pop-up screen. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I want you to get this, okay? And it's going to be super important for you to get this and have some fun with it, okay? It's a really easy worksheet. You can make copies of it. You can share it with your friends, whatever you want to do. But let's get through this first, all right? All I'm going to do is send it to you, and I'm not trying to sell you anything. Let me say that again. This is just going to be easy. It's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time with it and um, make copies of it. You know, even if you handwrite it out and put it in your notebook or make copies of it and and create a notebook, just head over to, you know, your office supply store or whatever and make yourself a personal notebook. That'll be really cool. Again, keep your notebook and your pen in a special place that only you will be able to get to. Everyone doesn't need to know what you're up to or what you're doing. This is your life. This is your future that you are working towards. So remember, that's what this is about. And remember, it is your life, right? Now, here's something else I want you to do. I need you to listen to the Sunday brunch this Sunday that's coming up. I don't want you to miss the upcoming episodes because we're going to be listening to some great jazz. We're going to be listening to some wonderful gospel and we'll be going through some beautiful posts about this particular topic and others. So you don't want to miss that. How? KCCRTheBrownstone.com is one place and also at itsthesundaybrunch.com. I will be sharing the link there and also on my Facebook and Instagram pages at It's The Sunday Brunch and your girl Paulette. You don't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun. And if you're not sure about that, I will share the link in this podcast and you can click right through. You don't want to miss it. We have a lot of fun and it's a really good way to enjoy your Sunday. It starts at 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and it lasts till about 230. And we really stretch out what we're learning here and make that a part of an entire day, including what's for brunch. You don't want to miss that. All right, guys, that's my time. I hope that you've enjoyed this. 
I know what I'm going to be doing this evening and this afternoon and tomorrow and next week. I am going to be continuing to write down what my imagination is showing me. And that's completely up to what I want it to be. And I'm going to enjoy every moment of this process. That's what I want you to do. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. As you continue on this process of learning, one thing that I always say on the Sunday brunch, and that is rise and shine for your life. I will see you guys on the Sunday brunch. Until then, have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Make sure that you check out kccrthebrownstone.com for content, talk, music, and information that you can use to help you live the brownstone lifestyle. Want to find out what's for brunch? All you have to do is head over to itsthesundaybrunch.com or It's the Sunday Brunch on Facebook to find out more lifestyle tips, recipes, and more. Be the first to find out about what's coming down the pipe in terms of home decor, furniture, and other things that you can bring into your home to help you live the brownstone lifestyle at mybrownstoneliving.com. Don't be shy. Go ahead and join us on Facebook at the Brownstone Center. That's where all of the sales and deals and coupons that you're looking for to help you save money and live the Brownstone lifestyle. Want to reach out to me directly? No worries. Just reach out via email at contact at thebrownstonesound.com. That's contact at thebrownstonesound.com. <laughs>